It's just a few low dough bros trying to catch a DFS nut. Week 13 in the NFL. I'm Brady G in the place to be. He's JK NKC and Shark Dizzle here. He's back and ready to go. All right, first off, let's recap the listener league that we did. We had 10 people in it. That's what's up. Double digits. We appreciate you. Here's the thing. I can't decide. Bro, I got second place in that. I know. Listen, I can't decide if people are listening and then playing against us because they know we're bad or they're listening, using the plays we're giving them and losing. Oh, so you're saying reverse psychology this one. (laughs) Right, right. So Ahmed345 joined us this week and uh, had 77.6 points. I think that was that was ugly. I think he was he was thought he was playing like soccer football. Well, you know what I think he did? He must have listened and heard us talk about being in Kansas City because listen to this lineup. Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, Renfro, Waller, Nelson Aguilar, one, two, three, four, five, six Raiders. And we know how that game went. They ended up losing to Atlanta by 30 some points. So it did not go well for Ahmed. Thank you for listening, Ahmed. Chiefs run it back season is what's going on. Ahmed, there's Um, always this week, buddy. So rejoin, please. Sure, bring it back and play Raiders again. Uh, Come back. Feel free to play Raiders, but don't play that many. Like, <laughs> yeah. too many of any team ever. Maybe Isn't he's, it? Maybe he's hustling us. Maybe, no, like, playing soft. Yeah. And yeah he's going to invite us to attend other contests this week and then drop 200. <laughs> yeah. Dude, listen, it would be t- tough to turn that down. Um, all right, so where did uh, Joe come in on this one? Uh, didn't come in. Why? We could have had 11 players. thought I joined early in the week. And uh, I uh, apparently didn't join, so... Oh, so you would have won that, right? Yes. You would have if he played his best lineup. Shark Daddy, let's look at this lineup. In second, 137. Cousins up top with 30. Jefferson with the the stack. He had 26. Geo with a snowflake. Stephon Diggs hurt a lot of people, including yours truly. 20% owned in this contest specifically. He didn't even hit 11. Ronald Jones was 17, was a nice play. Samuel, which we talked about, I'm guaranteeing. He hit 12. Burton had 13. Kelsey. So the double tight end gets Sharky paid in the listener league and the, top. The double tight end set, also, you can just ram it down people's throats. Listen, like, we real talk football. about that a lot. Yeah. Listen, just like real football, but Joe, where are you at on the double tight end? He hates it. I know. I, I hate it. Yeah. Why? This, what, this, what, the only what, time that you wait, can but, but realistically Kelsey, play double tight end is if you play a Travis Kelsey as the second one because that's you're, my, you're basically end. playing a seven thousand dollar wide receiver. receiver. Yeah, right. right. So you can get away with it if you play Kelsey. Well, especially if they're playing the late game like they did last week and you're doing big brain late stacks. Steve, were you thinking about a big brain late stack? Um, don't quite know what that means, but... <laughs> That's a perfect answer. No, I wasn't. I don't know. No, yes, I was. Fuck right, I was. <laughs> so here's the question. Can we boot somebody from our listener league if they're too good? Um, no. I don't think that's a thing. 
No, everybody else, send us your contact information, and let's <laughs> all get together just to beat this one person. So Lansky 3 was 66 up top. He won it all. Tyreek Hill for 60 points. He also had Eckler, which was an interesting play. That, that was the Gallman. cheat code. Yeah. I mean, Tyreek, Derrick Henry um, scored all the points last week. We're easy to find. Dumpster Sports on Twitter. You can find the link, link to our listener league. And also, if you search leagues, it is Dumpster Fire Sports 2020. Shark Daddy cracking another brewski. Here's the thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I came across this again. Hey, on what if it's just a nice tea? Asshole. Yeah. Yeah, a, uh, a canned tea. It might have been a Lagunitas tea, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, since 2020 sucks and we're getting close to the end, let's get depressed about the average results page on DraftKings. In the last seven days, 80% of DraftKings users are net losers. <laughs> that <laughs> well, number seems low. <laughs> well, so you mean we're just like everybody else? Yeah, I mean... I guess, yeah. Uh, break even, 4%, and net winners, 16%. Even worse than that, the top 1%. Dude, one f- don't even go there. Now you're, <laughs> okay, telling me, no. now you're telling me there's even yes. a 1% in fucking fantasy. DFS. In and fantasy shit, where I'm supposed to fantasize <laughs> about winning a lot of money, there's a 1%. Yep, and uh, we ain't in it. Get this. They spent 23% on entry fees and won half of the money. That's wild. I mean, that's the way it works with DraftKings. Obviously. The prize prize pool is freaking the guy that wins the whole thing gets 10% of the entire tournament. So, yeah. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm all sorts of bummed out. I'm barely prepared this week. And it doesn't seem to matter because when I am prepared, my takes normally are trash anyway. So let's get to it. Week 13. Trash on trash on trash. On seriously. Just like it just fits this year. By the way, Steve, you first. Mm. Shark Daddy, how are these season-long leagues going for you? Um, Not bad, actually. Mm. But season-long is totally different. No, one hundred percent. But so, like, uh, I'm in one with like my brother-in-law and a bunch of his friends, and I started out fucking hot, like five and zero. Oh, but in my division, I just beat the guy above me, so I'm I, I got a good squad. And then I kind of managed my son's team. <laughs> wow! And well, like me and him do it together, but like okay, sure. And we're in the playoff hunting there, and. It's just interesting. Which which is a great win-win move because if the team wins, you're like, yeah, I beat a bunch of people in this league. If the team loses, you're like, my kid sucks at fantasy. I tried. Well, my, my thing is, I wonder how many uh, – it's like the other dads are actually doing it, you know? Well, that's the other thing. Can you imagine if it's you and a bunch of kids, no other dads are helping, and you don't win it? Well, I mean, I, I guarantee there's other dad because, like, the dad who headed it all, there's, yeah. like, a weekly contest for different things. Like, what duo of running backs scores the most, you get a prize that week type. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Like, all, like, one of them was, like, what kicker 
has the most points that week gets a prize. So he's he's really getting them kids into that degenerate right. gambling. Right, but it's you know, funny. lots of action. But it's funny because like I'm getting in like the emails for trade proposals and stuff. <laughs> and so like and so like I'll either X it or I'll just be like, Oh, you want this guy? And I'll just try to do something uh, just <laughs> give him a better price. Or just try to like steal people from people. <laughs> You know, I uh, love it. So Joe, what about your season long stuff? Uh, I'm in one season log league. Wow. That, uh, is an actual league. And then I'm in a few best ball leagues. Best ball is going pretty well. I think I'm going to uh, play some more best ball next year. I, uh, yeah, right. It's I really enjoy the not screwing up my lineup by putting one guy in and taking another guy out. Yeah, I like the best ball, too. I played um, two of them. One of them, I'm in first place. This is on DraftKings. And uh, I also did, like, a recent one, like a sit-and-go. Oh, like a late-in-the-season one? That's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've looked into doing a couple of those, but I haven't pulled the trigger on them. And uh, I think I'm too late now. Yeah, I did one uh, week 12 through 16. Unfortunately, right now, I'm fourth. Um, but, yeah, I like the best ball, too, except I hate waiting on the money. You know what I mean? Not that I I'm mean, going to win. I guess this just drags out the losing. This it's is like essentially long, though. Yeah, like you're waiting on that money Bleeding to too. death. Bleeding to death is what it looks like I'm doing. All right, let's talk week 13 um, and see what we got going on. Joe, you had a decent week last week or what? Yeah, I didn't do too bad. Um, I think I was – I basically broke even last week. Uh, I wish I would have played my main lineup a little more than I did. Uh, it was a Patrick Mahomes stack, hit 186. But mm. uh, after that Fitzpatrick news, him starting came out. I uh, started forcing some Fitz lineups together, and that was a mistake. I should have just stuck with my Mahomes lineup. Yeah, I wish I would be better about sticking. I can't decide if I do research midweek, set the lineup, and then mess with it a bunch towards the end of the week when people are desperate for news. Right. Granted, obviously, like Josh Jacobs, if it comes out on Saturday morning that he's not starting, that's reasonable news. But I think there's so many people out there in the DFS world that are trying to create content and trying to get an edge on one another. I feel like sometimes they're blowing up news that isn't really news and trying to work angles. Yeah, I mean, I think that we kind of it's kind of a two sided sword there because there's some news that you're on a guy all week and you're like, this guy's a great play. And he's, he's like mid price. He's like six K. And then this guy comes out that's min price and you just all of a sudden switch out all your six K for this min price guy. Well, great. You saved $2,000, but what are you getting with that $2,000? Like if you're not, not only, yeah. if you're not getting both players to be like, if that 4k guy is not matching your six K guy, then you're not really, moving yourself up in the standings by switching that out. And, and your 4K then, you know guy could I'll easily do? go trash and get a four yeah. or five points. Well, then you know what I'll do? I'll go, oh, man, okay, people are loving whatever, Jakeem Grant or whatever for four grand. I'll switch him in from this six grand guy. Now I got another two grand. I better change up my running back. And now I'm essentially hand-building a lineup. Well, and you're also off of two plays that you liked early in the week right. for no reason other than, hey, there's this min price guy that lets me pay up somewhere else. And 100%. now you're playing a guy that's more expensive that you don't you didn't like early in the week or you would have tried to right. force him in early. 
I'm staying with whatever lineup we make tonight. I'm running it outside of major injury news. I'm running it in the listener league. Is this why? Isn't it the same like uh, concept they give us like ACT, SAT, like just go with your first answer? Right. Just run through it. Just go. All right. Well, let's start then. I'm going to start out with some stacks that I'm looking at, and I'm probably going to play one in our listener league this weekend. I'm struggling to get away from two stacks, Houston and Green Bay. Philly's just awful. Um, why Green you, Bay. Why would you struggle? Like, those are two actually good stacks, though. I know, but I just keep going back to them, and sometimes I guess I'm looking for you guys to either talk me in or out of them. Um, Houston, I think, is an interesting stack because – because of the loss of Will Fuller, I think you're going to have a lot of cheap, good, cheaper options. Uh, Kiki being one of them. I think Brandon Cook still under 6K. Dude, I don't understand. Has Brandon a good chance to go off. I, he keeps getting – for how much I think they're throwing and like they're doing pretty well now, I think Brandon Cooks is always undervalued for some reason. Yeah, but if you look at his, he's only had five targets the last two weeks. Yeah, but those five, 12 and 13, yeah, but, but those five that's targets, with Will Fuller scoring 30. Right. But with, you him, know? with him out. Yeah, I think, I think they're really good plays, and I love the run back of Jonathan Taylor as long as he's healthy um, because he was COVID guy. But if he's healthy at 5,700, Houston – is really bad against the run, maybe the worst in the league. Uh, Joe, how do you feel about my Houston stack? Uh, I am not on Houston this week. Mm, why? Uh, for one, I think that's probably going to be the chalkiest stack on the slate. Okay. Um, I think all the three main wide receiver or the two wide receiver pieces and the quarterback are all going to be fairly high owned, if not one of the highest owned people at their position. And Deshaun Watson, much like Matt Ryan last week, uh, doesn't play as well when Will Fuller's not on the field. And that includes games that he still had DeAndre Hopkins. He was not the same quarterback, didn't put up the same numbers without Will Fuller on the field. So I am not going to go the Deshaun Watson route this week. Okay, then now talk me off my second favorite one since you talked me off my favorite. Um, Where are you at on a Green Bay stack? Philly's just bad. Green Bay's defense isn't great, uh, but I so I think this game may go over forty-eight, which is the current over/under total. Um, I actually like Green Bay's defense this week. So then you can go Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and you got a pretty solid game stack. Um, Philly's questionable with a run back. That's where I'm struggling. Where are you at on a Green Bay stack? I don't mind the Green Bay stack this week. Um, I think Devontae Adams is going to be lower owned than he should be because that 9K price tag and people are going to want to pay down a little bit more than that. Um, Aaron Rodgers is always in a good spot. Uh, Adams is obviously his favorite receiver, so I I don't have any problem going there. I think that's going to be a good stack this week. And honestly, you don't have to bring it back. Um, If you don't like anybody from Philly, I just would call it good. Don't bring it back. And, uh, let it ride. But here's the one thing I will say. Miles Sanders, who's a good running back, 
um, had a down week versus Seattle, but before that, 16, 15, 9, 11, 13, 18, 20 attempts, he gets a ton of touches, and I do think people will be off of him because he took a six versus Seattle. So Green Bay's running defense, not great, and uh, I don't hate that as a bring back, actually. Yeah, I, I don't hate Miles Sanders this week. My only worry is uh, Boston Scott got a lot of work last week that mm. we weren't necessarily expecting him to get. Sure. Um, so that's the only thing that I have against uh, Miles Sanders this week. But if they can keep this game close at all, that is a great way to go. Listen, Boston Scott got two attempts. He got a lot of catches, though. Six targets, five catches, but two right. runs. And, and if you think Green Bay's up in this game, you want the – running back that's going to be the pass catcher which would be interesting because it saves you 700 interesting maybe i'll run scott all right um steve do you have a super steve special stack of the week um i kind of like a minnesota stack yeah uh i like going with home teams just even though like no fans fans whatever i think it's sure kind of plays a difference and Jacksonville's Jacksonville, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe a, a Vegas stack just because they're playing the Jets. Listen, oh, old uh, what's his name? Ahmed from our listener league is loving what you're putting down right now. He is <laughs> scooping it all the way up. Well, maybe I'm trying to bait him in. <laughs> so listen, go back to this Minnesota stack because I was uh, kind of looking that over as well. Um, Jefferson just has had three really nice weeks, 24, 17, um, 26. Obviously, Thielen uh, missed a week, right, because of COVID. Before that, 35 and 20. Um, And Dalvin Cook is there. To me, you start getting into this area where they have too many options. Uh, Which pieces do we like specifically for Minnesota? I personally like um, Cousins and Thielen. Yeah. That's just me, but. Oh, what about you, Joe? Where are you at on that game? Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Vikings this week. I think it's a good way to get off of the um, – I, I think Dalvin Cook's going to be highly owned. So if you take that passing game, it'll get you some leverage off of Dalvin Cook. If they score a couple touchdowns from – the passing game, Thielen gets in there, or Jefferson gets in there. Um, I like both of them this week. Another guy you can look at is a, uh, I think he's minimum price, uh, Mr. Red Zone Rudolph himself at tight end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm digging that. Red Zone Rudolph. <laughs> let's see. All right. Let's I mean, run it. It is December, right? <laughs> All right, Joe, where's your stack of the week? Let's hear it. My stack's going to be a little gross. Uh-oh. Um, Taysom Hill. I think I am going to stack Mitch Trubisky and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I, I do like Montgomery, though, this week. Right. Dude. I, I like Montgomery against this awful run defense of Detroit. Uh, Montgomery is the only game in town, so he is going to catch the balls out of the backfield. He's going to get all the rushing attempts. And Mitch Trubisky has um, gone for three touchdowns against the Detroit Lions in his six games. Um, so I'm I'm all in. Uh, he they played in Week One. Mitch Trubisky had three touchdowns. Then um, I, I think he's 
it might not be all six games that they've played of his career, but uh, he's thrown 14 touchdowns, two interceptions playing against Detroit. He's just a different guy against Detroit, and uh, I'm in. I'm in for that. Wow. Sign me up for him and Allen Robinson. That is bold. All right, let's move on to running backs. Joe, we'll start uh, with you this time around. Besides Montgomery, who you just mentioned, who else are you looking looking at uh, in the backfield? Uh, I think James Robinson is in a really good spot this week. Um, Jacksonville running back, he is just like Montgomery. He's going to get all the touches. He, No matter what the game script looks like, whether they're down by 15 or up 15, he's getting a ton of touches. He got like 25 touches last week, maybe tw- maybe more than that, actually. Um, yeah, he had 22 rushing attempts and five catches last week on six targets. So hmm. guys just getting touches left and right. Um, if Miles Gaskin, am I, Gaskin am I having in, deja vu? Because I feel like three weeks in a row, it's been the same guy for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, James Robinson, all day playing. I mean, you, you must have like some sponsorship with him. If you <laughs> haven't been playing him yet, you haven't been winning money because the man's <laughs> been six point six, six point four, and six point three, and he's yeah, getting he got he got eleven touches every single week. Yeah, but you can't you can't go for the results. You got to go for the volume. Well, if the guy's getting 20 plus eventually, touches, eventually the results like say what it is, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that his I mean, prediction is what it is after like so many results. Because well, he's, he's only he's gone over 30 twice this year. He's gone for 25 or 20 plus another two times this year. So and he but hasn't many, been in single digits a single time this year. That's true. That's true. He had a 10. How many times has he gone three times value is my question. There's once, there's twice by a lot, three times, four times. He started out at four grand. Um, All right. I mean, uh, Minnesota's. I I, I actually like it. I just just mess with him. (laughs) Don't shit on me for it. (laughs) Well, no, I just like, because I feel like I'm like, you just like this running back. Hey, yeah, I what? like running backs that are getting a ton of volume. Well, and I am, I'm not opposed to actually playing a three running back lineup, to tell you the truth. And especially in like our listener league. Or just and, whenever, because like especially this time of year when it's cold and you're playing outside and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Okay, so last thing about this volume real quick. We have me and Brady are in a secret group chat with another buddy and <laughs> Brady and this other buddy thought that Adrian Peterson was the right play on Thanksgiving. Adrian Peterson wasn't the right play on Thanksgiving. He fell into the end zone twice. So the results say he's the right play, but you can't count on him falling into the end zone from the one yard line twice every week. That's why you can't base your, you can't base your plays on results. You got to base your plays on volume so give me the guy that's getting a crap load of volume who has a better chance and more often has the better or has the chance to do it more often than the guy that is going to be the guy that gets lucky and falls in from the one twice because how often are they falling down on the one that he's going to come in and fall in? <laughs> now, by the way, I was not – I was anti-Adrian Peterson all week. No, but then as soon as he fell into the end zone twice, you were just – well, all over freaking our buddy about how this was the greatest play that's ever been played. <laughs> he I knew know, it would have been good say, Listen, I said you were right. I was wrong. I can admit. I mean, no, that's part of the thing. 
just yeah, like your guts Edwards play yesterday, not the right play. It was though. It, it, it was, was it was in my was. Uh, my league long. It was. Gus it Edwards. Was. Much higher owned. Less touches. Yes, he, but now you're still going off results. Predicting the amount of touches, there was no reason to think Justice Hill was gonna get some. Yes, there was. Guys. Why? Because Baltimore doesn't have one guy at all ever. Baltimore never runs one running back out there. That's what I was saying from the beginning of the week, that Justice Hill is just as likely to come in and get and split the carries and be the receiving down back as Gus Edwards, who was Min Price, and everybody was all over. Okay, Gus Edwards how- at 50% owned, splitting carries with Justice Hill and Justice Hill being the receiving back and being hardly as owned, give me Justice Hill every day of the week. So so, so how many how many attempts for running backs did you predict for Baltimore? Because if you take that, so that's the question. It doesn't become results in points versus money. It becomes how much does it cost per attempt, right? Because to your point, you don't go, oh, well, Adrian Peterson got there because he fell down twice. Essentially, what we're trying to do now is go, all right, how much does it cost? Horses don't fall down. They lay down. How much does it cost per attempt? Fair? Somewhat, yes. Right? Because, and so look, if you look back at Gus Edwards against Pittsburgh earlier in the year when they played, he averaged 5.4 yards a carry. He did have a touchdown. Uh, he did have a target. He had 16 rushes. Um, but that's also when he was one of three guys. Sure. So when he's one of two, right, you got to assume that's going to go up. But he's – okay. So the other thing with this is the game script in both of these games that we're talking about, nobody, I mean, if you were predicting Detroit to win that game, then sure, pick AP. And if you were picking um, – Baltimore to be up in that game, then sure, pick Gus Edwards. But both of those games, I was expecting Baltimore and um, Detroit to be losing. So I'm going with the pass-catching guy if I think that they're going to be even remotely in for carries. Sure, sure. But here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing. If they're playing close to Pitt at all, with a backup quarterback, you got to think, oh, they're going to run the ball. Plus, a running quarterback, I'm like, well... What they're going to do is, and if they get close to the red zone, who's going to get more targets or touches or attempts? You got to think it's going to be Gus Edwards. Right? I mean, I, I didn't I like the Gus a- Edwards chalk play at all, all week. And the, the one touchdown that he scored, Justice Hill ran the ball twice right before that to get a first down inside the five-yard line. And they one, got yanked. Thank you, yes. Justice Hill. It was it was a very nice run, and that where that's where I was like, ah, oh, when I saw that, he did reel one off. But you have to assume. Here's the thing: there's going to be more rush attempts, and if it splits 50-50, like you said, when he was a one of three backs, he had 16 touches against Pittsburgh, and that means how many runs did they have against Pittsburgh? They must have ran the ball a ton. I mean, so they always run the ball a ton, but... That's what I'm saying. So even if... What's 40% of a ton? Yeah, but... Steve, do that, Matt. the thing. Like, it's... Uh, it's still a one, ton. One ton. Uh, <laughs> 40% of a ton 
at 50% ownership compared to 30% of a ton at 10% ownership. Like, you take the 10% and you run. What about 15 tons? Well, here's the other thing, dude. Here's the other thing. It was a like a one-game slate. So how many viable running backs were there to choose from anyway? So I hear what you're saying if you're like, oh, he's going to be whatever, 60% owned. But how many running back options were there? Four? One-game slate, you don't have to take any running backs. Man, showdown, you're right. But uh, but it was the um, – we played heads up in the, in the – uh, I guess it was the Monday-Thursday slate, right? Yes. And Joe beat me in that that garbage. Oh, so you're last three minutes. I'm still saying I'm right. <laughs> I'm still saying it was a it was the right Wait, play. So are we still was about, are we still talking about running backs or what? No, yeah. One second here. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Hang on. How many? Um, I'm trying to figure out how many rush attempts they had. Uh, I'm looking at the stat line Four. here. I, I can see rushing yards, but I can't see total rushing attempts. On I, Tuesday night? Yeah. I I don't know what the total team total was, but they both had nine carries. So that's 18, not counting any RG3 sacks or any of his runs. So – that's a pretty low price. Hey, let's if, talk RG3 real quick. He just played yes. himself out of the league. Yeah, it was uh, – I mean, dude, to get pulled <laughs> for the third stringer yeah, in a right? game that was within 14 points or something like that, that's rough. That's a bad spot for him. I don't know. I mean, look, you can't be mad if he goes and sits on the bench and it becomes a career backup for a few years, right? Well, no, hell no, but – I mean, part of it's on coaching, but yeah. It, that was brutal. His poor performance. Because they were in that game. All right. So, Steve, running backs, oh, where are you at? Oh, we're talking about running backs. Shit. Yeah, sorry. I, no, yeah. Um, kind of. I kind of like any running back in the Cincy-Miami game just because they're cheap as shit and, like, someone got to get the carries, right? <laughs> uh, Cincy... Like the two starting running backs for each team's out. Yeah, Gaskin all is like, coming back most but, okay, likely. But he's like fifty. Like they're all like under six thousand, right? Yes. Yeah. What happened with Geo? I thought he was going to be the big. His fucking mustache cost him. Man. It's amazing. Just the mustache is worth a few hundred alone, dude. Right. Um, but I thought he was going to be the uh, mix and replacement. He has not been under ten attempts the last three weeks. Um, so you're looking at Shamaze P. Ryan. How do you say that? Shamaze, right? You basically nailed it. Um, dude, his beard is making uh, Geo's mustache jealous because that beard is epic, but he got zero attempts. Joe, running backs in that game, where you at? Uh, I like Gaskins a lot, but uh, past that, I, I don't really like too much from this Cincy squad with uh, no Burrow. Yeah. So you're not going to play uh, Ryan Finley? Hard pass. <laughs> B. Allen? Harder pass. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's talk wide receivers because, like I said, I was unprepared. I have one guy in my notes. It's not in my stacks. Um, Mims. 
playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Very bad defense. Uh, Mims has had double-digit targets and double-digit points the last three weeks. He hasn't been blowing up. Um, he's only 4,100, and I think he could get to uh, three times or more. Um, so I lied, eight, seven, and eight targets the last three <laughs> weeks. Um, but he did have 10, 10, and 10. Don't tell so, people you're lying. I know. I, I wasn't lying. I'm just a dumb dumb. Um, anybody else in on Mims? No? I think, no, I think Mims is a good play every week. Um, he's one of those rookie receivers that could easily just have a week at any moment. Like, he's a big, fast, strong receiver. He could take one to the house at any moment. So, any week is a good week to play Mims, at least while he's as cheap as he is right now. Right. They're going up against a bad Vegas defense, and if Vegas starts scoring and crawls back out of their hole that uh, the Chiefs put them in, well, maybe it's a shootout. And either way, you got to think that Mims does have a slight chance to go off. Uh, Joe, wide receivers, where are you at? Uh, a guy that I didn't say earlier with my uh, Chicago stack, I'll, I'll have a little bit of Darnell Mooney. Um, that boy he's, Mooney! He's 3.4K. He's their deep threat receiver. So I'll be on him a little bit. Uh, I like Bobby Trees this week against Arizona. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I, I agree with the Bobby Trees. That game could shoot out as well. That game, there's a lot of interesting plays. Um, the Cooper Cup, Bobby Trees stack. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hopkins has uh, been mostly impressive this season. Um Although Arizona seems to be struggling as of late, what's going on with them? I think Kyler's hurt. Uh, I think he has a shoulder injury, and he he doesn't seem to be trying to stretch or, the field as often because of that. Or is he emotionally hurt? <laughs> Why is he emotionally hurt? Um, well, my brother-in-law's cousin's <laughs> brother's cousin's son yes. said his he broke up with his girlfriend. <laughs> so maybe allegedly, supposedly, yeah, yeah, allegedly. All right. Uh, I do like that play as well. Um, Steve, do you got any uh, wide receivers? Who are you looking at? Where are you um, going this week? Not going to lie, just because they're playing the Jets, like I'm not opposed to playing like rugs, you know? I mean, he's like 4,500, deep threat. Maybe they'll throw it to him, you know? Yeah. Like Aguilar is not super expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean – they're the fucking Jets, right? Right. But, man, Vegas just got worked. Well, Didn't they, they, they? By Atlanta? Right. So maybe now that they're, like, pissed off. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. That Vegas defense, I thought they were decent early in the year. But, I mean, they are giving up points. 43 to Atlanta, 35 to Kansas City. They held Denver to 12, but then uh, gave up. 26, 45, 30. I mean, they are, I don't know, man. I, you hate to see it. Oh, wait. No, you don't. You love to see it when the Raiders suck. Um, all right. Tight end, Joe. You got anybody that you love? You don't uh, care I mean, about tight ends. I don't I don't love anybody at tight end. I care about tight ends. I'm but, guessing he um, got beat up by a tight end in high school. <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't I mean, I don't not care about them, but I would correlate them if uh, if you're playing one. Like if you if you're gonna go the Houston stack, Jordan Atkins isn't a bad play. Mm. Um, 
Austin Hooper's been getting a ton of uh, targets since um, he's come back healthy. Uh, he had a few down weeks, but everybody in that Cleveland offense did because they were in super windy, super rainy games. Um, Dallas Goder, it looks good again, but Zach Ertz, I think he's coming back this week, so that might take some of his target share away. But, I mean, tight end's always kind of a dumpster fire when the Travis Kelseys and Kittles aren't on the slate. So, Yeah, I mean, they're all just, they seem so, you know, between Evan Ingram down to Trey Burton, seems like they're all basically the same option. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, and I don't like Evan Ingram this week because he has Colt McCoy throwing him the ball. Mm. If it was still right. Daniel Jones, I'd be for in. sure. Uh, it's not like 100%, but um, uh, Daniel Jones literally couldn't move when he came back in the game last mm-hmm. week with a hamstring injury. So Rugs are a hell of a thing, dude. Yeah. So, man, Tanyan had 15 and 17 uh, off of five targets the last two weeks against Philly. Oh, but like, so how I see tight ends, if you're like, yeah, like you're talking about like your Kelsey's and Kittles, I just try to kind of go with shit. What teams like to air it out, you know? Yeah. I mean, and like, so if they like to air it out, you know, the tight ends an option, right? So it's like, see, I was honestly, Listen, and you're talking about two guys that completely lose a DFS with two different thought process. You're going with guys that like to air it out. I'm trying to look for guys where they're on teams that don't like to air it out. I'm talking about playing with Alex Smith. Oh, That's oh, why I like you, Logan you Thomas. You like to play like the Titans that like to block. Got it. I'm saying like to Alex Smith <laughs> loves to check down. No, I'm right. saying no, these no, rookies totally. love to check down. Totally, but even the air out offenses like – Every once we're like, shit, my tight end's wide open. I'm like, I got to get it to him. You know, well, you know what I'm saying? That's why I like Tanyan because you're right. Aaron Rodgers drops back and just seems like he's back there right. for 15 like, minutes. Uh, right, and Tanyan's cheap as shit, right? Yeah, he is. He's 3,700. So, all right, before we leave then, this is the lineup I'm putting in this listener league, and I know you guys aren't excited to help me because you play in that, but it's only a buck. So let's go through this lineup. And fix it, okay? Wait, so you want me to fix your lineup that I'm playing against? <laughs> yes. It's a <laughs> it's a buck. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, go with Logan Thomas this week for tight end. <laughs> and here's Everybody the other thing, Steve. You know exactly who I'm playing, so it should be easy to beat me. Right? All right, here we go. I'm going with the Green Bay stack. I'm going with Rodgers, Adams... Tanyan and the Packers defense now, against Philly. I think you should go with Lazard. I do like Lazard. And that way you can save money and you can spend it elsewhere, right? I do like let me keep going though. Slow down. I do like Lazard though. Uh although okay. And my bring back is uh Boston Scott. Uh, because he catches passes, and I think it's going to be high scoring because Joe told me to. Who is that receiver something? Boston. David Boston. He was huge. Do you guys remember him? No. Nope. Yeah. You don't remember nope. David Boston? Google David Boston. Okay. He was um, um, a man child. Yeah. Was he? He was like, like, yeah. like, he was like just 
a lot a defensive like he was like six geez. five like 250 yeah, wide he, receiver it yeah. was disgusting <laughs> so you want to see something crazy we were uh watching the game with seattle and i pulled up a picture of dk metcalf and tom brady both you know, when they came into the league with their shirts off with the, uh, what's it called? Tom you know, Brady the combine shirt. And dude, right? Tom Brady. DK freshman high school. Like, I'm ready for football, coach. <laughs> dude, pull your drawers down <laughs> yeah, a little right. bit, too. Wearing them like a grandpa. All right, Joe, fix this lineup. Rodgers, Boston Scott with the bring back versus Adams, Tanyan and the Packers D. Montgomery in there. Um, Denzel Mims on the cheap. Kiki on the cheap, uh, and Robinson in the flex. Did I get a, did I get a Kiki in there? Yeah, I got a Kiki in there. You've been listening to a lot of uh, Because he's super cheap. Nah. Um, the yeah. one option I could. <sighs> nope, I'm going with that. Joe, fix it. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like the Boston Scott call, but. Didn't you say Joe's him? Gonna change you said it. Because he's he's catching the passes and he's uh, running a ton. He's saying that hoping people he was, play no, it. He, he was the guy that was catching passes last week. Miles Sanders is capable of doing that, and they could force feed him the ball again. Um, I I don't hate the Packers defense, but I don't like to pay up for defense. But uh, I mean that's that's on you. Okay, so then here's here if I'm not going to bring it back, here are the. Uh, running back options that I can still afford. Carson, Williams to continue the stack, Scott, Latavius, Gaskin, Duke Johnson, Jonathan Taylor against Houston. I, 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 don't, I don't dislike a lot of the people that you just named. Um, what? How much money do you have left? 6,300. How do you only have 6,300? That's what it says because of the Packers, maybe. Okay, I have Rodgers, Montgomery, here. Adams, Mims, Kiki, uh, Robert Tunyon, uh, Robinson, Packers defense, and I have 6,900 left. Rodgers, Montgomery, Adams, Mims, Kiki, Tanyan, Robinson, and the Packers? Yeah. I have 6,300. You screwed something up. Are you on FanDuel? Are you on no. FanDuel again? No, dude, I'm not. Steve, can you double check this? Do I? We must be tired. Do I have the wrong Montgomery in there? The Do you have David? Yeah. Uh, hang on. David I don't Montgomery. Know what you've done. I'm looking what at 69 Robin, over here. What Robinson do we have? Allen. Oh, that's why. Because <laughs> I have James. Because I have James Robinson. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to go there, you can go there. That's fine. We can go there. Okay, so let's put James in the running back spot. That gives us more options because now we have flex open at 6,300, right? Yeah. So um, let's see. Still, though, same list. Carson, Jarvis Landry against Tennessee. Uh, Jay Williams, Waller for the double tight end, Cooper Cup. Isn't Tennessee's – like defense missing a few players. Uh, let's see. I can bring up my uh, PAS, my pretty ass spreadsheet, uh, because this pretty ass spreadsheet does have uh, injuries list, 
And if I look at Tennessee, I can tell you they have a running back, a tight end, tight end, uh, a tackle, a guard, a defensive tackle, and a cornerback on the injury list at this point. Okay. Uh, but not a lot of defensive linemen uh, on there. I, well, I thought I'd... I thought there was a bunch of people on defense hurt. Galladay, if he's healthy, who I really need in my season long, but it doesn't look good for him. Um, Joe, who are you sliding in there for 6,300 or less? I would probably take one of these Rams receivers. Pick your favorite one. That's that, that's who mm. I would go with at 6,300 or less. <sighs> that's oh, so tough, right? Bobby Trees, huh? Bobby Trees, just so I can say Bobby Trees all week. Bobby Trees it is. They don't come and get you some. They don't drug test Bobby Trees. But they do drug test Will Fuller. And like, uh, who was it? Not Adam Silva. Who was when it? When you look the part, they're going to test you. How can you get busted? Who is it? Who does the solo pod for Establish the Run? Levitan. Yeah, he was like, you got to be a dumb mother trucker. To get busted for PEDs in the NFL when everybody's on him. You know, speaking of Adam Levitan, I do not like that guy. He's smart. He's cool. He's good at DFS. And he's funny, too. So, <laughs> so is everything you want to be. So you I know. And I'm not. <laughs> he's better father. than He's just, oh, he's so annoying. But he's balding. Supposedly. He is balding. I have great hair. Supposedly he's balding. Oh, no, wait. he's balding. Is he? Allegedly, he's going to get plugs. <laughs> he can I mean, he's got the money for it. Yeah. Money. That's the thing. I hate him. Big fan, actually. We'll, we'll just ask his mistress. <laughs> Steve out here just going whole world news daily allegedly, or whatever it is. <laughs> okay, good. Steve, allegedly sharky. Come get this. Here's my lineup in the Listener League. Rogers, Robinson, Montgomery, Adams, Mims, Kiki, Tanyan, Bobby Trees, and the pack. Update entry, and it's locked. Come and do better than that, if you dare. In the league, it's Dumpster Fire Sports 2020. And again, you can find it on our Twitter feed, Dumpster Sports. Uh, any last parting words? Steve, any other rumors you want to start on somebody? Um, yeah, that there's a rumor that I'm going to win this week. Okay. Joe, any final words before you get off this Gus bus? I heard that rumor was bull crap, and I'm <laughs> going to win. You guys can take second. <laughs> I'm not taking second. I'm good with that. It's uh, Dumpster Sports on Twitter for the link to the Listener League. Come get this easy money. Best of luck to everybody in week 13, and thank you for listening.